welcome to The Fiorella Files. I'm your hostess, Fiorella Nash, sometimes known by my nom de plume, Fiorella de Maria. I'm a writer of crime fiction and historical novels and an incorrigible bibliophile. It's wonderful to be making a programme on pretty much my favourite subject, books. On my show, I will be introducing you to books, classic and contemporary, that you must read, should enjoy reading, or should not touch with an 11-foot barge pole. This week, it's my special edition children's show, involving younger reviewers talking about and sharing their favourite books. This week, we'll be looking at three books that are different in every sense of the word, different themes, different styles, and also meant for different age groups within the category of children's book. Two of them involve battling with demons in one sense or another. The third is a classic that many of you will have heard of. But I'm going to start with my first choice, which I will be reviewing myself for a change because this book is really a YA novel and I don't have a child old enough really to be reading this kind of book and dealing with the sort of material. So I'm going to do a review myself just for the first one before I'm invaded by my children who will no doubt show me how it's done. So I Am Margaret by Corinna Turner. Some of you may remember I have reviewed another of Corinna Turner's books in the past. In fact, my first ever children's book show started with one of Corinna's books. And that was Someday, imagining, reimagining the abduction of those Nigerian schoolgirls as if it had happened in England. Now, this book has the same disturbing undercurrent to it, but it's got a very different message in some respects. I Am Margaret is a dystopian nightmare. It imagines some generations into the future that we are living in a world where there is no freedom of religion, no freedom to establish a family, and worst of all, when you're 18, you go through a rite of passage called the sorting. And this involves a series of tests looking at your intellectual development, you have to pass maths and English and all sorts of different subjects, and also physical tests. Those who pass become official legal adults. Those who fail get thrown into a high-security prison where they wait to be used as organ donors. When somebody needs their tissue type, they are killed, dismantled, and used as spare parts. They are literally recycled. So it's a pretty grim read. And of course, it gets worse. Because there is no freedom of religion, if you are caught practising any religious faith and you refuse to make the divine denial, you just have to say the words, there is no God. If you refuse, you get dismantled fully conscious. So you can see this is not a book for younger children. It has some pretty nasty moments in it, including the conscious dismantling of a priest part of the way through the story. But the whole story is told through the eyes of Margaret, a young girl who is 
physically fit, very highly intelligent, but she has a problem with maths, which means she failed the maths test, and that is why she's ended up in the facility. And she wants to make a stand against the regime that has put her there. But it's a stand that may well cost her her life. And her boyfriend on the outside, who's involved with the resistance... Every country under occupation has to have a good resistance movement. He is the resistance movement. Is trying to find ways, desperately trying to find ways to get her out of the facility before she is chosen for dismantlement. So it's a very tense story and it explores themes such as the value of human life, disability, faith the right to express an opinion. Margaret is an aspiring writer and the writing of a book becomes pivotal to the story. It really does explore a lot of very, very weighty themes, all packaged within a very exciting adventure story. And I have just written the stage play with Corinna for this book because I think this would make a wonderful play for schools. Partly because almost all the characters are young people, but also because the majority of characters in the book are female, and there is such a lack of really strong female characters in drama. I think they say that there's seven male leads for one female lead in theatre, because traditionally women weren't allowed on the stage and all that. But it would be really nice, I would have appreciated it at a girls' school, to be able to put on a play like this, with really full-blooded, exciting, complex female characters, instead of boarding school stories like Daisy Pulls It Off. Not that there's anything wrong with Daisy Pulls It Off, it's very charming, but gets a bit boring when every single girls' school does it. So I think this will make a great play, even if I...